take our text tonight from Matthew chapter 5. Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. That word blessed can be exchanged with, according to Webster, the word happy or content. Did you just hear the song? I believe that we all want to be happy. We have right here the secret to being happy. It's a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. The Lord fills the hungry and He satisfies the thirsty. I believe if we were to ask for a raise of hands, every hand would go up here tonight if we asked if you wanted to be closer to the Lord. The key to the whole thing is to have a hunger. You know, sometimes when I'm out on the ocean commercial fishing and things are busy, we have a real good day, I might say. Uh, I can go the whole day and realize that I have not eaten. When work stops, you realize. And uh, you want to do something, I'm really hungry, and I want to do something quick. So what I'll grab is something close and fast. In that moment, I may not make the most healthy choice. I look for what is available, whether that be chips, cake, cookies, whatever. Whatever's convenient. The food that's good for me takes a little longer to prepare. And there's a lot more planning and thought that goes into it. Many times I've eaten the quick, easy thing to grab while Lisa is making the good meal. And you can guess what happens there. By the time the healthy, nourishing food is ready, you don't have the same appetite that you had before you ate those snack foods. There isn't much room left for the nourishing things. There's very much a spiritual parallel there. If we're not careful, we can feed ourselves things that might not necessarily be wrong, but they can take maybe the edge off your hunger or the nourishing things of the Lord. I'm not going to get real deep into them, but I'll just mention a couple in the news, politics, social media, busy schedule. We could go on and on. But those are things that could just take place of your spiritual hunger. God's Word calls your life a vessel. Vessels are meant to be filled with something. And uh, what it is filled with is up to you. You control that. 
When I come to the house of the Lord, I want to come with a hunger every time. You know, I've never seen a hungry person refuse to eat. No. If they're hungry and you offer them food and they're really hungry, they're going to eat it. I look here and I hear the beautiful music we've heard, the testimonies. They thrill my heart. Even the sermons and the meetings I didn't get to be in earlier this week, we got to watch them on the web. And I'll just tell you that the table here is set. We have a beautiful dinner right in front of us that took some time to prepare. The table is right here in front of us. And God wants you to come with an appetite. He wants you to come uh, with a hungry heart that says, I just want more of Him. A divine discontentment, if you will, always wanting more. You know, I ate dinner last night. And I woke up this morning, I still wanted breakfast. And then I wanted lunch. And I wanted dinner again tonight. You know, I want that kind of attitude and that kind of hunger when it comes to the things of the Lord. Oh, there's just something about having a hunger that you just want more. When you eat more, you get an appetite that just says, I want to eat a little more. Yes, that'll go for a little while, but I need to eat again. Oh, the Gospel is just that good. Ask the Lord for a great hunger. Job said, I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. That's the value that Job put on the words of the Lord. God help us to put that kind of value on it. Oh, you, you can't tell me that if you come with a hunger, the Lord won't fill you. He will. I believe that and I know that. Oh, why should we be hungry? 1 Corinthians 6.20 tells us, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We've been bought with a price. Oh, a good price. What a price it was. First Peter 1.19 tells us just what that price was. The precious blood of Christ as a lamb without spot and blemish. Amen. That's the price for your salvation. Oh, we should have a hunger because Revelation 5.9 says it lets us know that He is worthy and was slain and has redeemed us to God by His blood. Amen. The Lord paid the price. He purchased our salvation when we came to Jesus and pled for His forgiveness. He washed us. He took away our sin. 
I love how beautifully it puts it in Colossians 2.14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to His cross. Amen. Jesus took your sin upon Himself, paid the price, gave you a new pure heart. Oh, why wouldn't we come to Him and hunger and thirst after righteousness? We became, as it says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Lord, never let us forget what You did for us at Calvary. Let us never forget what You did for us on the day that You saved us. It in its own self ought to keep us hungering and thirsting after righteousness. If you're not saved, you can be saved tonight. Oh, if you come to Him with a broken and contrite heart, He will save you. He will not turn you away. Amen. There's more. Entire sanctification. The second definite work that the blood of Jesus purchased to a truly saved person, just hearing about sanctification is music to your ears. It ought to make you hungry. Yes, just to desire, uh, as we heard the song say, to be closer to Him. To draw closer to Him. Just the thought of the root of sin being taken out ought to be music to your ears. Yes. Oh, we look at the the diagram or the layout of the tabernacle. First, there was that brazen altar where sin was dealt with. Then next came the holy place. Have a hunger to get to that holy place. Desire it. Oh, say, Lord, I want that. I want to be holy. Here's what Jesus felt about sanctification. John 17, 16. Jesus prayed for us. He prayed for you. Sanctify them through Thy truth. Thy Word is true. It's part of that hungering and thirsting after righteousness. There's just something. When you know the Lord, you just want more. And sanctification is that more. Ephesians 5.25 tells us how much Christ loved the church that He gave Himself for it that He might sanctify and cleanse it. Yes, He loved the church. And what is the church? It's God's people. Yes, and He prayed that you would be sanctified. Yes, we've been bought with a price. Verse 27, that same chapter says that He might present it to Himself. A glorious church. Jesus is looking for a glorious church. Oh, not just one that professes His name, but one that's living in holiness. One that is walking in holiness. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. You can live holy and walk and live a holy life in an unholy world. Yes, through sanctification. But that it should be holy and without blemish. That's what He's looking for. That perfect a bride of Christ that'll wash their robes white in the blood of the Lamb. 
hunger and thirst after righteousness so you can be part of that glorious church, all that Jesus Christ presents Himself to. He wants to present you to Himself. Amen. Hunger and thirst after righteousness. But Lord, I'm going to come to You with a hunger. Oh, don't let anything get in Your way. You know, if we keep these things at the forefront of our mind, oh, it ought to be enough to keep us hungry. Yes, we ought to just crave after the things of the Lord. Hebrews 13.12, whereby Jesus also, that He might sanctify the people with His own blood, suffered. We've been bought with a price. Yes, He suffered without the gate that you might be sanctified. No wonder he said, bring your hungry and your, your hunger and you shall be filled. Yes, he's paid, he's invested a lot into this. Getting back to the tabernacle, next comes the Holy of Holies. Jesus told his disciples in Luke 24, 49, and behold, that word behold, fix your eyes on, observe with care, Give an earnest heed to this matter. It says, Behold, I send the promise of My Father upon you. Read it yourself. He says, I send the promise of the Father upon you. It's for you. Yes. The Lord wants to baptize you. He says, But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Let's paraphrase that a little. Go with the hunger. Bring your hunger to the altar. Seek until you receive it. Oh, just bring the Lord a hunger. In other words, come with a great enough determination to be willing to do anything. Remember, someone told me back when I was seeking my baptism, just be willing to pay any price. Just be willing to do anything. Seek as long as it takes. Wrestle with an angel if that's what it takes. Pray as long as it takes. Now, that was good advice. That, that was good advice. You know, I took that advice. You know, you come to the Lord with an earnest hunger and He is going to fill you. He is not going to disappoint you. I can stand as a witness to that. I've experienced that. You know, we call that praying through. You come with a hunger. You will pray through. You will make it through. I remember back camp meeting 1997, I prayed for a hunger for my baptism. Got to tell you, I wanted it for a long time. Came to the place I didn't know how to get it. But I knew I needed a hunger. And I prayed for a hunger. You know, God saw that honest prayer and He found a way. He answered that prayer and He gave me a hunger. And not just a hunger, but a good one at that. It was one uh, that was all-consuming. It was the hunger that I needed. It was the hunger that I wanted. Oh, I tell you, I, I, I like to say I wanted my baptism for several years. But I had a deep hunger from it, from God for five days. You know, when the Lord made me hungry, 
When, when, when you come with a hunger, the Lord is going to do something for you. He will. For me, He honored Matthew 7, 7. It says, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. I asked with a hunger and it was given me. I sought with a hunger and I found what I was looking for. I knocked with a hunger and the doors of the storehouse of heaven were opened and they poured out on my soul right there. I could show you the place where the Lord came down and the Holy Spirit came and filled me in such a special way, but it was all because of a hunger. Yes. Oh, it just started raining down on me. Thank God. Oh, faith took hold. I remember thinking as the Lord started to pour it in, this is it. Yes. And faith did take hold. And it was it. The Lord was there. You can prove that for yourself. Yes, you can. Right here, right now. Whatever you need. If you need to be saved, you can prove that if you come to the Lord with a hunger, He will fill you. You hunger and thirst after righteousness, He's not going to leave you there again. Come with that broken, contrite heart. He will not turn that away. You need your sanctification. The Lord will fill you. He'll give that to you. You need your baptism. He's here. You need a closer walk. Ah, just pull yourself up to the table. The table's right here. Oh, the promise is to those that are hungry. You bring a hunger. You just bring that appetite. And the Lord will fill you. We know it. We've, many of us have proved it. You come with the hunger and the Lord will fill you with whatever you need. You just clear those things out of the way that might be hindering you. Say, Lord, I want more of you. Pray for that hunger if you need to. What is it? Just say, Lord, make me hungry. I don't want to see these meetings go past and nothing happen. No, Lord, I want to take advantage of this. Lord, give me that hunger. God will fill you. God bless you as you pray.